just don't know how we could have handled this movie. Mm -hmm. It is just too much. Too much to take in. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm seeing my surroundings, my life, cinema, all of it with with brand new eyes. Right. It's as if this film removed your eyes mm -hmm. and then put new ones on. Yeah. It's I, I my eyes are brand new. I'm seeing everything differently. Just vibrant colors. You look better than you ever have. It's absolutely just earth-shattering, the it, experience. It makes hell look like heaven. Absolutely. Wow. Welcome to this episode of Director Showdown. My name is Adam Dauphin. My name is Brent Carroll. And we watched the cinematic sensation Dragon Ball Evolution. You knew, you knew what it was. You knew. You, you clicked on this? Yeah. Guys, Dragon Ball Evolution. Well, welcome back game to... Game changer. Get absolute game changer to another, you know, another bonus episode here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't, I don't want to fall into kind of a, a hyperbolic well here, but it's going to be tough on this one. Right. It's going to be tough. You know, for the past six weeks... Um, We've watched just awful, complete misfires, terrible, you know, things ranging from absolute trash to mediocre, you know, like I said, misfires mm -hmm. uh, made by just awful directors. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, it's just I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. I feel blessed that we get to go out on a real high on this one. Right. Um Dragon Ball Evolution. I mean, where where should we even where should we even begin? Did, did they give us a sheet on this one? Did they give us a you know a oh IMDb? This one is sheet? actually laminated. Oh, that's, okay. That's how much? Wow, it has a kind of gold like brim on the right. around the edges there. I like that a lot. Uh -huh. That's how you know it's um, it, it has its impact mm -hmm. because of the respect 
Yeah. That hell has given this film. Absolutely. And not, not just hell. I do want to mention again, you know, we stated it near the end last week, but, uh, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to receive an opportunity here uh, to watch, um, you know, the big man's, you mm-hmm. know, the, the devil, mm-hmm. uh, some call him. Um, Lucifer. I, Lucifer. Other, you know? um, whatever your name. Lucy Boy. Uh, yeah, with Lucy Boy, whatever whatever name, uh, you know, you call him. Uh, we were fortunate enough to watch his all-time favorite movie. Yeah. And... It was qu- it's such an honor. It's really an honor. Shout out to Lucy. Yeah. You know, everyone gives him a lot of crap. But he just wanted to make hell great again, you know? Yeah. And via Dragon Ball Evolution, mm-hmm. that was the way. Absolutely. And one of the, you know, the little sheets that we got here with the, you know, the little gold trim mm-hmm. sheets um, does in fact state that, you know, as soon as, uh, you know, you become a demon in hell, that you are blessed with uh, a Blu-ray copy of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it is required viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the kind of, uh, you know how when you get a new job at, say, uh, Dairy Queen, they pop in a VHS tape mm-hmm. of all the rules and procedures. The, here they just hand you a Dragon Ball Evolution Blu-ray disc. Yeah, they don't even tell you how to conduct your job. You Absolutely. Watch hey, you'll movie. learn. Yeah. You'll learn on the job. That's mm-hmm. not important. And what, what that signifies is that Dragon Ball Evolution is kind of the, the mission statement for mm-hmm. hell. Um, and really, I mean, I, I can see why, um, mm-hmm. it's really, like I said, eye opening. Mm-hmm. uh, watching this movie. What do, what do our good friends at IMDB, uh, what did, what did they summarize it? Sure. So on this pamphlet, this was, uh, given to us by Shugriva, the monkey king. And I think that must be a, oh. um, you know, second level demon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Shigariva. so. I think we've seen the seen them. I on think a, there are. Occasion. Yeah, I think there are monkey kings down here. I think there uh, are different levels of the kind of uh, animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty high up. Monkeys are pretty high mm-hmm. up. I think they're third tier to humans. Mm-hmm. Actually, down here. you know, you, you just don't want to go to monkey hell, is what I hear. You, you don't want to end up yeah. there. Hell is is monkey heaven from the way that I... So it gets a little... Uh, there's some overlapping uh, elements there, mm-hmm. but I think hell is actually monkey heaven, mm-hmm. and then they do have a monkey hell, uh, which some humans have gone there. Uh, we don't have to get into all that, you know, which humans have gone there and things like that. You know, I was deciding whether or not to read Shagriva's The Monkey King's summary compared to Anthony Priyara. Whose email is also included, which is hypersonic91 at yahoo.com. Oh, okay. Sonic fan, so he he's probably down here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well which one which one do you think I, would I, be I, best for the fans? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Monkey King. Okay, let's do you Monkey know. King. The young warrior Son Goku sets out on a quest racing against time and the vengeful King Piccolo to collect a set of seven magical orbs that will grant their welder wielder, excuse me. Unlimited power. Wow. Yeah. I mean, from... From the Monkey King. Thank, thank you, Monkey King. Um, really appreciate that. Really good, precise summary. Um, and concise. Absolutely. Um, 
and and what I really like that he kind of hit on is that from the get go, this movie means the Goku from the Goku. Goku. Uh, Go- <laughs> that's not his name. Goku from the Goku. You know that this movie means business. From yeah. the from the opening scene, it's CG, outer space. Yeah. You're getting wave upon wave of exposition. Right? Just keying you into this world. Yeah, What's this it. world like? Let's just get the, let's get all the stupid lore Absolutely. out of the way. Absolutely, just why bother lay it on us. It. Yeah. Lay it on us like a nice warm blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's just really enveloping you uh-huh. in the world. And you know, when you're listening to it, you you can't really grab on to any of it because it's coming mm-hmm. at you so fast. Mm-hmm. But it's really ingraining itself in your brain. It's, it, it's as if it's like like reverse osmosis mm-hmm. into your cerebral cortex. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know on a conscious level of the information that's coming at you, mm-hmm. but you receive it on a subconscious level which hits all the insecurities and the deep dark secrets you have enveloped and Mm -hmm. developed over your entire lifespan and it's just absolutely getting into every single subconscious trench just filling it up filling it up and it doesn't matter if your consciousness understands that who cares yeah it's about hitting the those secret areas of your mind yeah you know oh we have to understand what's happening. Oh, whatever. All we these need to develop characters. Who, hey, that, that can wait. Yeah. That can put that on hold. And I, I like I like how manufactured it seems. And that might sound that might sound like I'm trying to like a say it's a bad something. thing. Whatever. No. no. Are you kidding me? It's it's almost like it's coming hot off the presses of an assembly line, this very manufactured thing. But but what that's doing is that it's perfectly prepared to just just go right past your head mm-hmm. and just circle back around mm-hmm. and hit your brain mm-hmm. and and just kind of ingrain itself in your head so that right. you know the context for this mm-hmm. movie going forward. It's really masterful. It's really masterful mm-hmm. writing and directing. Because um, yeah. I mean, who cares about the original anime? No, no, yeah. no one does. No. Like why who would cares? you even watch this movie? Knowing about the original Dragon Ball anime, why? Yeah, like well, who cares? Well, what I what I like a lot about this is that it doesn't care or respect anime in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I I, th- I think anime um, is a kind of a you know a plague. Right, um, right. I mean, I, I I had heard rumblings and mm. different rumors that anime was created. Mm. Um, by Lucifer himself. Right. Um, actually, it's really interesting because what I had heard is that while the Bible was being written, um, Lucifer himself and all of his, you know, the monkey kings and everything right. like that, they were actually crafting anime at the same time. And they were, they were, they waited a very long time to push it onto the world. But when they did, my God, it really seeped its fucking claws into uh, the culture, uh, the global culture, really, you can say. Mm-hmm. And what I like is that th- this movie's not too concerned with that. I mean, right. sure, it's influenced by it. 
but it's it's more concerned uh, with this kind of world they're they're building, and eventually the, the yeah. Characters. So in case you guys, let's, let's give them a brief history lesson. You know, when the yeah. U.S. decided to blow up Japan during World War II, mm-hmm. that strength of power mm-hmm. opened up a portal to hell, and yeah. out came anime. Yeah, anime spilled out uh, onto the people of Japan. Mm-hmm. And just like any virus, um, it seeped its way across our planet. Um, and just like, uh, you know, the uh, you know due to the age of the internet, it really allowed for, mm. for that transmission to really, you know, right. get all the way right. around the world to every part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's that's one of you know Lucy's. I, th- I think uh, I think he's uh, transitioned, so I think he does. She does prefer to be called Lucy now. Mm-hmm. Um, she. I really think that that was one of her main goals. Um, you know, one of her main missions. Like once she got down, and, here. and you you gotta you gotta respect that resolve. You to, gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta respect. That improvisation. Mm-hmm. You gotta respect that power. You know, Lucy didn't know what she was doing. She was like, hey, there's an opportunity. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just I'm just like, you know, some people we know. They just kinda do stuff. Absolutely. And those those people, that's how you know they're good at what they do, because they yeah. just say things Absolutely. and do things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to, to have the strength you know, back when the the Bible was made, to not, you know, right after that put out um, a response to it, right. I think is really brave because the Bible comes out. It's basically just this fucking like this full on blast of mm. Lucy and and everything that she represents, and it's just mm. this you know uh, Jesus jerk off session. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, and it's 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 to be able to to have the resolve, like you said, yeah. to be to say, you know what, I've got something in mm-hmm. the works, right? That I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash on mm-hmm. these people, just like he did the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna really get it right. I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait until the right moment, and that moment was World War II at the tail end of World War II, right? And so, you know, that's just a bit of a, a history lesson. To kind yeah, of get you into the mindset here. Because we all know those liberals try to mm. come up with their own liberal spin on those history books. You know you know the education system is all liberal spin. They never give Absolutely. the alt-right history mm-hmm. of the world. You Absolutely. Know? They just leave, conveniently leave out the hellish portal that was opened during World War II yeah. in Japan. Yeah. It's just, and, and that's that's what really goes to show, you know, that this fake news craze, I mean, finally, right? finally someone's coming out and saying, hey, this is all garbage, fucking garbo bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's call it for what it is. Uh, you know, anime's out there doing its job now. Mm-hmm. And it's really gonna, it's that, that, I'm, I'm excited to really see that kind of, you know, bring the, the world down. Mm. Um, just like, you know, Lucy intended thousands of years ago. So, mm. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's enough history and we can, right. I think now kind of, now that people know the context and right. we can really dive into this. Mm. Um, so 
ha, okay, have you seen Dragon Ball Evolution before? Yes. Yeah. It was I, I have actually. Too. Huh? We saw it together. We did. That's right. We um, saw it together. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Let's just knock out historical yeah, context first, it. I guess. Um, we'll start with the past, and we can work our way up to the present. Um, you know, we we all saw it together. It was t- two thousand nine. Mm. Uh, young, just young, innocent. dumb kids. Uh, thought we knew the world. Um, Anus is not penetrated. Yeah, not yet it was penetrated. A, it, was a, it was a different time then. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we, we thought we were fucking hot shots. We, mm-hmm. we were like, fuck mm-hmm. that movie. That movie was bad and all this stuff. And Chris Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Denny Villeneuve, Steven Spielberg, Stanley Kubrick. Who cares? Yeah. What? J- you know what? You know what we were, Adam. What we were, Wong. Because it was right under our noses the entire time. James Wong, James, the director Wong. of a Dragon Ball Evolution, the one starring Jet Li, an amazing action film, an amazing piece of sci-fi action cinema. Yeah, Final Destination one, Final Destination three. Didn't do the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, in my eyes, has cemented his place um, up there with the cinematic greats. Yeah. I mean, when you think of directors, who comes up? James Wong. James Wong. And well, nobody now, else. absolutely. Nobody I mean, else. He's at the top of the list. I don't even... Uh, Stephen Kubrick? Who's that? I don't know yeah, who that Stanley is. Yeah, Stanley Spielberg? Nobody. Just who cares? A fart in the wind. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to have to do a James Wong season, mm-hmm. frankly. Uh, the one is, is the one. Absolutely. It's really. the one for me. Yep. Are you kidding me? Uh, I can't tell you how many times, and this is the God's honest truth. This is Lucy's honest truth mm-hmm. here. Um, the number of times that as a kid, I would watch the one. I've seen it so many times. Yep. This isn't a joke. I guarantee. I promise I mean, you, this is actually a not joke. a joke. Yes. Um, I would watch the one a fuck ton. And I loved... At the end of the one, when Jet Li goes to hell, mind you, that is what happens in the movie. He goes to a universe that is the hell universe. Yep. And I think that's prison, partly prison why, hell. Yeah. Yeah, why uh, Lucy loves this director so much. Yeah. And and he and he gets there, and you're like, oh my god, he's in hell. Mm-hmm. And you hear fucking Papa Roach crank up. Last resort. Or no, no, no. Uh, insects and something. A, a different song that's badass. And he starts fucking fighting people on top of this yeah, like ziggurat. Yeah, you remember? Have you seen? Yeah, it? I've seen it. It's I love that great. movie. It's really good, um, yeah, dude. I remember there's the one guy. He was looking at all his different alternate versions of himself. Yeah, and there was a bad boy named Lawless because his last name was Law. And I thought that was the coolest thing because it was really clever. Yeah, and we had a buddy. Law. We had a buddy named uh, Nick Lawless. So yes, added to it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, this director... Oh, and Jason Statham was in it. So, you know, how could you... Absolutely. How could you go wrong He makes that? movies that are just impossible to hate, guys. They're just impossible to hate. Um, you would have to fake the hateness in order to hate it. You, you would. Know? And we'll get to some haters in a bit. Mm-hmm. I got some trivia about some haters that really just infuriated me while watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't watch, I feel like this is good to put on the record. I didn't watch, uh, Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. 
because I thought it was, um, you know, a human sin. I thought that um, anime was, throughout my entire life, I thought it was a, a toxic kind of uh, pile of sin. But, you know, you, you did, right? I, I, and I'm not I judging did. you. I'm not judging you. I know. You. When I was a um, ignorant young child, mm-hmm. I would uh, go home after school and I would watch uh, Sailor Moon. Um, not on purpose. Uh, and pop in, my grandma would pop in those, uh, those Tostitos pizza rolls in the hey, microwave. Tostitos. And I would pop open a, a can of Sprite Remix. Whoo, buddy. Yep. That's, that's, that's good, that's, good, good juice right there. I mean, you got pizza rolls, you got Sprite Remix, you got anime girls in sailor suits. What else could you ever yeah. want in your entire life? And then after that, it would be Dragon Ball. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have anything else to say about that. Well, I mean, because I think your eyes have been opened now. Because uh, there's, the I darkness, don't even remember Dragon Ball Z. To the darkness and the sin. Like, I don't even remember Dragon Ball Z now after viewing Dragon Ball well, Evolution. Absolutely. Because, yeah. because it's all there in the name, guys. I mean, it, this is the evolution. This is, uh, this is Lucy. The, the revolution. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. I mean, it might as well be, right? This is... Mm-hmm. Them, you know, growing beyond what came before, and this is saying, you know, to hell well, with, to hell with anime, yeah. to hell with all you that. You don't need that. We're we're making something new. You don't need magical sailor suit girls. You don't need that. Absolutely. Well, we're talking about not Sailor Moon anymore. Oh, I still well, I still okay. have images of um, sailor, well, yeah, sailor, because the sailor 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 has, has buried yeah. itself in, in your yeah, brain. my subconscious. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean. Do you have anything else to add on historical context? I mean, we saw it with... I think we saw so, it with Wayne Wilkinson and John Wilkinson. What's up, of, guys? How you guys hey, doing? what's up? Hey, Christian, if you're listening, I don't think you were there, but how's it going, pal? Hope you're doing good up there. Um, see you soon, maybe? I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, and, and it Matt, was... Matt, Matt, Matt... Um, probably Matt. Matt I think was it was there, all right? of us. Yeah. And I remember feeling really left out because I was like, all these guys really like this and I've never really seen any of it but I'll judge it on its own and I didn't like it then but and oh how wrong you how wrong I was were. Yeah. well and that really goes to show the folly of youth am I right and how absolutely how dumb we are when we're young um, but I, I do think we'd be remiss without you know hitting our uh, typical trivia segment here mm-hmm so we can kind of uh, hit some of those. So the budget of this movie. Yeah. A nice breezy 30 mil. That's how efficient they were? Absolutely. That's I, how I, efficient with, with that amount of money, huh? Let, let's, let's talk. Let's dive into that. So you have movies now. Uh, I think uh, Batman v Superman mm-hmm. was $280 million. <laughs> Seemed like it was made with $1 million. Absolutely. Am I right? <sighs> Or less, maybe one dollar. I went down to the movie Dollar Tree and picked up Batman v Superman. Zack Snyder. Hack Snyder. Sorry, I'm having, I'm, I'm seizing yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you're kind of shaking around um, over there. Uh, Hack Snyder. I don't know if that landed the way I intended, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say it again. Hack Snyder. Um, and it's just, where is this money going in these things? Right. It's just all turning into noise. Mm-hmm. It's all just... 
uh, dark, fucking self-serious garbage. Mm-hmm. And in this there's movie, no fun. There's no fun. There's in no it. fun. This movie is so fun. Fun. That is that is probably one of the best words mm-hmm. I'd, I'd use. Well, it's like when you go to the movies. What do you do? You don't go there to think. Yeah, you don't go there absolutely. to feel. You don't go there to get a blowjob by the girl you're sitting next to, taking her out on a date. Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely. You don't care about that girl, no. You, you go to have F-U-N. And that's it, guys. That's it. And... Yeah, I, I'm glad you touched on that because I, th- I think what's great about this is it's the perfect movie to just get a big old bucket of popcorn, a yeah. big old fucking Sprite remix if it was still around at the time in your big fucking 64-ounce cup. You mm. sit down with your fucking best buds. Yep. You plug the key into your head, turn it the other way, shut that bad boy down for a little bit, and you just fucking... Just shovel it all in your head, just like the opening of the movie. It's really, really great. Um, I mean, I, I think it's it's perfect because also if we're talking about the like I mentioned, the dialogue of this movie is so right. perfect for that as mm-hmm. well. Because um, and this might sound like some kind of an attack or like I'm um, like the same type of manu- manufactured thing I had said before, right. but all of the dialogue. I think is lifted from things that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. And that's what's genius about this movie is that it's 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 like so, it's so comforting to sit down and you're just hearing you're just sitting back and you're watching the movie. Got your feet up on the next row cuz no yeah. one's sitting there. No one's there. It's just you it's and your empty. buds. Yep. It's an empty theater and you're just you're hearing all this dialogue and it's all uh, you know, from other things, and it mm-hmm. just feels so comfortable because you're like, yeah. oh, I know, I know that line, I know that line too. Oh man, this feels so safe and familiar. Yeah, it feels so familiar, but it it's it still has that punch. It still has that. It's still really strong. Yeah, it's punch. still unique. Mm-hmm. It's still original, and yet familiar. Original and yeah, familiar. Absolutely. It finds that sweet spot. You know, that one that's just, again, very deep in your mind that you don't want to access ever. Absolutely. And it finds it, and it just and, com- and combs on, and like just massages it a little bit, you know, just kind of just makes you feel like Yeah, you just feel like hands, hands are in your mm-hmm. hair, mm-hmm. just massaging your scalp You think Son Goku time. is just like on your hair and just yeah. massaging you. And he's like, I'm not Robert Pattinson. Yeah, no, he's not. But that's, I'll make you feel that's rising just as star good. Justin Chatwin, who we who we both know went on to do great things. Yeah, this is this is the origins. It might as well be the Justin Chatwin origin right. story, as far as I'm concerned. So y- you got you got Josie and the Pussycats. You got Super hit. Babies, Baby Geniuses too. Fucking you got hit. War of the Worlds. Hit. You got Middle of Nowhere. Spielberg, I may say. What was that last one you just said? You got Middle of Nowhere. You got, Amazing. You got No Stranger Than Love. You got Urge. Incredible. You got Chips. You oh, got, incredible. You got the Assassin's Code. You got... Are you kidding me? You got me? All, all these... 
all these movies. He was in Smallville. Great, cool. Absolutely. He was, he was in, in Doctor Who. Wow, that's a great show. British people. You know? The Brits. They're great. Can you Absolutely. believe this? This guy is He's a hit maker. Off. He's an absolute hit maker. Yes. Um, I can't wait to see where his career blossoms after this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even though it was a while back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where his career goes in the future. See, he's from Canada. and Where all is... of our finest actors are from. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. You got Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. You got Justin Chatwin. You got... So many others, so many other great direct actors from there. All of all of the best actors, you know, that are working right now, might as well be from Canada, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, um, their flag is a maple leaf for a reason. Absolutely, that and they have the best hockey team. Their hockey team plays in the American Hockey League. Did you know that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, because they're so good. Because they're so fucking good. And they got the Raptors that play in the NBA. You is know? that true? Yeah. Toronto. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah, that's Toronto weird. Rivers. That's kind of weird, I guess, now that I think about it. Because they just, um, they, they don't, you know, they don't have their own NBA. You know, I guess they don't, Canada. huh? Poor Canada. I mean, you know why? Because they're all too busy fucking acting. Yeah. You and know, so they, that's, that is their greatest export. Absolutely. Yep. Their absolute greatest. Um, I want to talk about some, some uh, interesting stuff here. So just working my way through this trivia... Um, George Lucas was considered to direct this film back in 2002. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that would have been fascinating to see, I think. Uh, Yep. So he's coming hot off uh, the prequels. Okay. Uh, This is around the time Attack of the Clones came out. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves George Lucas. Like, you know what? I want George Lucas to direct my screenplay. No, get out of the way. I want George Lucas to direct my screenplay. No. Nope. Absolutely. Get out of the way. Everyone's trying to get their hands. He's like the guy on top of the one. He's he's the guy. Absolutely. He's fighting away all he's those screenwriters. He's up there on the fucking mountain. He's like, I, I, I'll choose whatever screenplay I want to direct. You know, that's who and ultimately it is. it's it's only his, He's and he was going to be sticking to the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, they didn't make the Wong decision, and they went with James fucking Wong because he's a master director, right? Um, and that that worked out so well for he them. He was the the final destination. On Absolutely, he was a director, the one to direct it, right? He, he was, was the final director. He was the Final Destination 3 movies he made before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, other than that, so this is interesting as well. Uh, Ron Perlman was offered the role of Lord Piccolo, and he turned it down to work on Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Well, that's a fucking shame. That yeah. is a goddamn shame. If there's anything I wanted to see... Is a square jawed green man. Absolutely. And that what doesn't was he doing? Look he was real. making some whatever fucking cartoon mm-hmm. uh, movie directed by some hack. Hellboy, guy who, who's, who's who makes that? movies about fish fucking? Like, yeah. who cares? Nobody cared about it. It was a yeah. box office dud. Nobody gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pearlman. You're, you're great. You're you would have been, been fucking awesome in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the. So the. Just going back to the $30 million budget a little bit. 
just speaking to how uh, incredibly wise and uh, intelligent the creators of this movie were, they only had thirty million dollars to, to to shoot the movie. Mm-hmm. So what they what they where they shoot what they do, uh, they mostly shot. In an abandoned jeans factory in Durango, Mexico. Well, there you go. With blue and green screens. Mm-hmm. So you got blue screens, you green, got green screens, screens, old jeans mm-hmm. in Durango, Mexico. Yep. So, yeah, that just speaks to how smart they were with their money. They said, you know what? We only got $30 million because mm-hmm. Hollywood doesn't understand what we're trying to mm-hmm. do here. Let's head on down to Mexico. They're going to be too busy fighting off cartels, drug yeah. lords. Yeah. Crooked cops, mm-hmm. beheadings every every day of the week. We can sneak on in there and shoot in Durango. Nobody mm-hmm. will know. Mm-hmm. And it came out incredible. Um, yeah, I just think that's really an abandoned jeans factory. We both love us some jeans, don't we? Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, and now I want to get into uh, some of the more blasphemous material of the trivia here. Mm-hmm. So, Dragon Ball creator Akira Toriyama, uh, which I will say uh, is a sinner um, and a heathen for making something like Dragon Ball in the first place, Mm -hmm. was so horrified at the adaptation of his work that he decided to revive the series with the animated film Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. So, this movie he hated so much Uh that he brought his sinful... Uh, distasteful crime Dragon Ball back to television to poison wow. young children's minds. The uh, the arrogance of yeah. Akira Toriyama. Can you believe that? That he thinks he just because he created Dragon Ball he thinks he can just you know warrant whatever way it should go? No. Yeah. It's called Dragon Ball Evolution for a reason. It's Absolutely. evolving. It's evolving. It's out of his hands. Toriyama. Yeah, let it go. You're done. You're you never were good. To you don't. You don't see. You don't see human beings mm-hmm. evolving back into monkeys. Right. We're fucking done with that. That's because we never did. We were. We were. We're God's children. Absolutely. Yeah. Evolution. Did. We're, we're Lucy's kids now. Yeah. I think Lucy. Bo- Lucy um, boys. Lucy boys. Um, this is what people call themselves down here, I think. Yep. Um, Toriyama, you're in the fucking rearview mirror, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Bye. 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 See ya. Um, on top of that, writer Ben Ramsey has apologized for the film, like he needs to do that, <laughs> and admitted that he got death threats from Dragon Ball fans since its release. Now, wow. These toxic, disgusting waifu fanboys, mm-hmm. and they're entitled grasp yeah. on anime culture. This guy, this hero, mm-hmm. Ben Ramsey, he did something great here. He said, you know what? To hell with all that. Yeah. We're moving on. To, we're evolving here. Mm-hmm. We're turning into fucking humans from apes. And you know what? I, I wish a, a waifu fanboy killed him and he went down here to hell because you know what? Yeah. The fucking red carpet would have been laid out in front of him mm-hmm. and he would have received a hero's blessing. Mm-hmm. A hero's entrance. A hero's journey. A hero's might, journey. Absolutely. One might say that just like how Goku, you know? Absolutely. Really hit all in, the notes. Yes. Exactly. Every single predictable. Mm-hmm. But that's but what heavy you want. Hitting, absolutely. I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> why would 
Why would I go to a movie and and gasp? Want something and, new? Yeah. And different. Why? I want to feel comforted. I want to know what I'm place. getting. Absolutely. I, I spend f- five bucks to go see a movie, and I want to know exactly what I'm getting into. Absolutely. You know? And that's really, I mean, that's really about it for trivia. Um, mm-hmm. There were definitely some interesting tidbits in there, though. Uh, there were definitely some interesting tid tits. There were. So let's talk about movie. that a little bit. Another reason why I think this movie works so well is because of Chi Chi's. Um, now, these guys. These succulent, eloquent. God, fun they're bags. just. They're really. They almost steal the show. They mm-hmm. threaten to steal the show because you're sitting there, you're watching the movie, and she shows I mean, up again. How, how do you. Like. The movie itself, you know, minus Chi-Chi, you know, it's already on this Lucy tier level, right? Absolutely, yeah. But when you just add Jamie Chung, who plays Chi-Chi, it just, where do you even go from there? Stratosphere is where you go. Yeah. And that's where the movie goes. And after that, you're just, I mean, this is, I, you know, Princess Leia, Ellen Ripley, Jamie Chung's Chi-Chi. Guys, we're talking about the same class here, all Mm -hmm. right? She is an incredible uh, cinematic heroine. She is strong. She has opinions of her own. She's beautiful. She's sexy, and she doesn't care. You know, she doesn't doesn't care. You know, it's like, this is my... This is my body. I mean, let's talk about... No big deal. Let's kind of talk about her arc in this movie. Mm -hmm. Her whole arc is, I want to fuck Justin Chatwin. And who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? This guy, he was in War of the Worlds, directed yeah. by Steven Spielberg. He Baby Geniuses. Geniuses. Baby Geniuses 2. Who wouldn't? Yeah. This guy This guy is one of our finest living actors. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, of course that's what her whole arc would be yeah. as an empowered uh, female hero mm-hmm. in a film. And how could you resist that spiked hair? How? How? You can't. You tell me one girl that hasn't said... Nah, I'm not about that. Oh, he has Goku hair? Nah, I'm good. Nah. That's never a thing anybody has ever said right. in life. Um, so, yeah, she's great. Uh, her whole... Whoever designed her outfits, just Lucy bless you. You're doing Lucy's work. I mean, so good. So, so good. Um, yeah, everybody this... else in this movie, Chow Young Fat, mm-hmm. amazing as, as Master Yoshi. You know, I forgot... I forgot all his other films. You know, you got The Killer, Hard Boiled. You know, those 80s action films that are considered action masterpieces. I mean, you know, Dragon Ball Evolution really takes the cake. It's close to Bulletproof Monk, maybe. But, you know, I think this is Fat's, you know, finest work. I think so, too. I also agree that Bulletproof Monk is very close to this. Um you know, just a close second. A close But second. him as Master Yoshi, I think, is so, so, it just elevates everything. You understand why this guy's so wise. Mm-hmm. You understand why he's a creep for Chi-Chi mm-hmm. because you've been looking at her the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it all just makes sense. He just carefully just slips into this movie and is just, he's the, the Obi-Wan to Justin Chatwin's Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it ju- it just it all fits so perfectly. He's so good in this. 
And, you know, we can gloss over Bulman. It doesn't matter. But the one who... Oh, yeah. The one who just... You know, you got... You know, Chi-Chi really elevates it to that you know, master level. But this man... Nay, this god... Legend. Hero. King. President. Doctor. Philosopher. Chieftain. Yamcha. Yamcha. What you know about Yamcha? This guy, guys, when he shows up, it is like a fucking spitfire fucking tearing through the clouds in World War II. Hiroshima's just been dropped. The gateway's just been opened. This fucking thing's tearing through. You he's look got, up, he's got and an electric you're saying, guitar. Oh my he's god! He's just riffing on that guitar super hard. Absolutely, this guy is just a oh my god! Just adds he's he's the Han Solo. If we're gonna stick with the mm-hmm. kind of uh, the familiar, hero's journey yeah, exactly. familiar thing here, but my god, does he just shit all over mm-hmm. Harrison Ford yeah. as Han Solo? I mean, you got the he's a bad boy, but he's got a heart of gold. You know that complexity that. Complexity, absolutely. That and complexity. the movie, absolutely. That complexity. complexity. The movie knows when to let him talk, and it knows when to just let him be silent. Emote and yeah. give that and body language that we can just understand and feel. And I, I feel like I again would be remiss without giving this actor props because he's so good, guys. We're talking June Park. Uh, he's a Korean American singer, mm-hmm. actor, entertainer, based in South Korea. He is best known as the leader and rapper of the Korean pop group God. God. Now that might sound blasphemous, mm. uh, you know, with uh, it being Lucy's let favorite me, movie. Let me, let me just give the listeners one example of a beautiful quote that Yamcha had given this performance. I'm going to do my best to, uh, you know, emulate. Oh, please. I'm going to. You're you're not going to hit the mark, but I mean, you better do it justice. Okay. Let me just zero in to that. Get in the zone, man. You're going to have to to nail it. Oh, my balls! Yamcha. You fucking nailed that, man. It wasn't as good. I know. I I mean, Um, there's no Yamcha. I didn't expect myself. But... Guys, yeah. this guy, oh, just a beacon of energy. I mean, energy. what else do you say when you get him the balls? Nothing. You say, ah, my balls. That's what you say. And Yamcha fucking nailed it. It's so good. Guys, it is a crime that I haven't seen this guy in any other movies. Um, he was a, a breezy 40 years old mm-hmm. when he was playing Yamcha uh, against actors who were all in high school. I mean, you know, it's... He has that wisdom, too. He's no Chow Young fat but, I mean, he also is just this kind of wise guy who is above all the bullshit. He says, you know what? Fuck morality. I'm going to be a thief. I'm going to be this scumbag. Mm-hmm. And you feel it. And you see it. You see his age. You know what really conveys that? One line that Yamcha says that really conveys that huh. point. It's when they were in the lava zone. Oh, God, that scene. That, We're gonna have to very about memorable. That. Yeah, right? really good. And a jet of stream hits him, and he says, 
Peas and rice. I just fried my nut. Yeah. That scene, it's and it has it has that uh, comedic release that really the the movie needs at that point because it's it's it is very serious. It's very fun, but also you're almost getting weighed down by the weight of the legacy that is on Chatwin slash Goku shoulders mm-hmm. uh, in trying to get these uh, uh, nine dragon. How many Dragon Balls is it? Enough. Enough Dragon Balls to make a wish. And that's what the story is. He's trying to make a wish by getting all the Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. And he has to fight Piccolo. Now, I want to draw a comparison here. Draw it. Paint me that masterpiece. Absolutely. So, Piccolo. Shrek? Don't. Don't now, you even. Now. How can, how can you... How can They're you, both green. I just don't know. They're both viewed as monsters oh my God. by society. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball, but I want Dragon Ball... Evolution 2. Mm-hmm. This movie leaves it wide open for a fucking Piccolo picture. I want to see him on his Shrek's journey. I want to see Farquaad. I want to see, not specifically, I don't want to specifically see Farquaad or the yes. donkey, but I want to see this, this big, green, beautiful man mm-hmm. figure out his place in the world. Yeah. And just the, I mean, just how much this movie really tied together with Shrek to me they, on a thematic are, level. Yeah, they're like a double feature. Absolutely. Shrek, Dragon Ball Evolution. Guys, Easy. just keep and keep your eye out on mm-hmm. the on the green men in each cuz mm-hmm. that's where the heart of the story is, I think. Yeah. I mean, we all have a little green man inside of all of us. Absolutely. You know? And we should if mm-hmm. we don't. Um So that's that's kind of our thoughts on, you know, the actors and things mm-hmm. like that. We we got any segments or Anything like that we can talk I'm about? I'm sorry. We, we skipped over Texas Battle. Oh, Texas Battle. Um, as the... That's his name. His name... <laughs> his name is Texas Texas Battle. Battle. Guys, you might not believe me. You might think, you know, I'm making a joke or something like that. His human, God-given name, Christian name, uh, Lucy name, is Texas Battle. First name, Texas. Last name, Battle. What's yep. that middle name? See if you can dig that up on the sheets there while I talk a yeah, little bit about Texas Battle. There. So Texas Battle, uh, you know, is kind of the Flash Thompson. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah Flash, Flash Thompson, Thompson of uh, Justin Chatwin's Goku a little bit. They have this fight scene early on. Um, well, originally, you know, Battle, Texas Battle crushes Goku's bike. And mm-hmm. Goku, understandably, is, is upset. He said, you know, you you crushed my bike, man. How are you going to do that? And yeah, he's why? like, why? He's, he's an asshole. Texas Battle kills it being this bully asshole mm-hmm. until Goku goes to that party later mm. and just fucking creams him. Creams him. Creams, creams Texas on Battle. him. Creams on all of them. All of them without, at the same time. Without even fighting, mm-hmm. air quotes, because he just fucking lets him beat up his own car. Mm-hmm. His, uh... Mustang, his nice brand new yellow Mustang, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good that they grounded, you know, this anime universe mm-hmm. um, 
with with this very kind of uh, magical reality in this very normal high school world where kids have Mustangs. Yeah. And, and they have uh, mansions. Absolutely. Castles, actually. Castles. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. And, yeah, so he beats the shit out of his... His own little little Lambo, Lamborghini. Yeah, his Mustang Lamborghini. His, his yeah. And, and then we never see him again for the rest of the movie. And, and you know gone. why? It's because we're moving on. We're evolving. It's resolved. Who cares? Absolutely. It's he done. learned his lesson. Texas Quincy Battle learned his lesson. Texas Quincy Battle. That's his name. Good job. He went to UT Austin. Oh, boy. That makes sense, he's doesn't one. He's 6'1". Born, he's born on August 9th, 1980, age 37, in Houston, Texas. Hey, Texas Battle, you keep going, man. Up there with Chatwin. You guys are going to take over Hollywood. He was in Hollywood. Final Destination 3. That's right. Okay, so that's how he, he met Wong. Yep. Awesome. Um, he's a handsome guy. He is. He's a good-looking guy. Good-looking Good looking colored gentleman. Um and what what else we got on the on the we got signature moves we got we got the Wong moves yes you got some Wong moves out we got some Wong moves first and foremost we we have um, fighting absolutely fighting was in the one and fighting is in. Dragon Ball Evolution, and I think yeah. that's a signature move of his. Yeah. People fighting. He loves fighting. He loves having that choreography, that kind of mid-90s, kind of proto-crouching tiger. Mm. Wong kind of, Fu, I think is Wong the... Wong Fu, absolutely. Yeah, he's got term. some Wong Fu. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say Teen Struggles. I mean, teen we're talking struggles. not so much the one because that that kind of uh, doesn't have much of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Final Destination one, I mean, these teens are struggling. Their I friends mean, I'm are sure dying. there was a, I'm sure there's a teenage version of Law in the one with teenage struggling. You know, yeah, well, absolutely. Why not? And in the third one, I think mm-hmm. the third one had the infamous uh, car wash scene where a kid gets. Uh, fucking just completely annihilated in a car wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, these teens are out there struggling, right. and they're struggling at Dragon Ball. I remember too. when my classmate in high school got, you know, demolished by a car wash. I remember it's, that struggle. It's a lot more common than people know, yeah. and I really wish these fucking hotshots and fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington would talk about the car washes mm-hmm. because they're fucking destroying. How many? How many guys, car? How many car wash deaths were in a John John Hughes film? Tell me. Sixteen Candles? None. I'll tell you. Zero. Because he's a liar. He's a cinematic liar. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that in an anime movie. Nope. (sighs) Sorry. I'm I'm just getting really... A little hot and bothered. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting really mad when I think about car washes. Um, Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Jerry. Yeah. Um... So, what other? Do you have any more signature moves? Any more Wong moves? Any more Wong moves? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think I think we hit it. Teen drama fighting. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to know for this guy, because right. he gets down to the core of what's important. Mm-hmm. Teen drama fighting. That's all we need, and that's all he gives mm-hmm. us. And that's a, teen, you know, teen fighting it. drama. Absolutely. Um, drama think, teen fighting. Drama teen fighting. Drama fighting teen. 
Drama um, Fighting Team. DTF. DTF. Wong. <laughs> DTF. Um, I'm getting a little emotional over there. Yeah, huh? I, I, I know. It's when I think about my DTF in high school. Yeah. Because we had our own, you know, DTF club in high school. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of. I remember that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> We, it was such a wonderful thing to look forward to after high school, after Texas Battle would come up to you and he would like, you know, he would, he would push you around. Yeah. And then, we all had our own Texas Battle, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> this is just too Whoa, emotional for God me. Damn it. And <sighs> he would push you around and you just hang out with your buds at DTF. And then Jerry, he got stuck in the car wash. Yeah. God, Jerry, love DTF. Oh, God, guys. Um, oh, my God. I just, it's just, it brings back, it's been 10 years since I was in high school. You know, yeah. and it just. We're old men now. We're old men. That's that's what made me into a man was DTF. Yeah. You know, that was the, it was right before DTF. And you know what, in, Texas, boy, in our own Texas battles in a way. <laughs> yeah. Getting, o- getting over those guys and kind of coming together against them. Mm-hmm. God, this movie. God, just has infinite applications to our own life. Yeah. It's so good. Um, God. I know. I I mean, what 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 else what else we got? I think we hit we hit the nail on the head as far as uh, his signature moves. I think we really figured it out. Mm-hmm. Well, if there was any other director to do this film, which I just can't imagine. God. But, you know, just I mean, what what would if anybody tried to make a Dragon Ball evolution, other than George Lucas? Because we already, you know. I mean, I think, I think you could you could get the Wachowskis yeah. to do something, you know, that's really visually interesting and you know really kind of formalist mm-hmm. uh, cinema where mm-hmm. they're really kind of taking a cue. Now, this is what I don't like about them, because while I think they could nail the original feel of it... First of all, I don't one, like their genders. I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they can Make just, up your mind. Are you a boy? Are you a girl? Yeah. What are you? I mean, except you know, except for Lucy. Lucy can do whatever no, she wants Lucy's because she yeah. is the fucking king. Earned it. Queen. Earned She's it. Earned it. Absolutely. I mean, you Which think you could be? just make, a, make some multi-billion dollar industry out of the Matrix, and you think you can just do whatever you want? And you know no. what I don't like is they dive right into Speed Racer, this anime adaptation, and they don't do what Dragon Ball does, mm-hmm. where they take all of that out of it, and they cut down the budget to nothing, mm-hmm. and then they work within that framework. Right. They, they just make it look like a big old fucking anime jerk-off session. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking straight out of the cartoon. You know, glorious visuals, who needs it? Absolutely. Who? Needs glorious visuals. So in that sense, I think, sure, the Wachowski, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. could do something that looks like the show, if that's what all these death-threatening fanboy cucks want. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be Dragon Ball Evolution. It just wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. What, 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 See, what, Speed Racer came out in 2008. And it had that hack Emily Hirsch. You can't even pronounce his name. What kind of name is that? M- Emily Hirsch. Yeah, you can't even you can't even pronounce it. No. I don't and even know. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. 
I don't think you are. I don't think anybody ever has. Yeah. And you got Christina Ricci. She's she's cute. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. You got Matthew Fox. She's, no, she's no... Whatever. Yeah. Christina Ricci's fine. She's no Bulma. She's no Chi-Chi. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And so you got this stupid Speed Racer movie done in 2008. You know what, James Wong? He watched that movie and said, hey, I can do a better anime adaptation. Absolutely. And you folks, you know what I'm about to say. Say it with me, everybody. Uh, uh, oh, Dragon Ball Evolution. That's it. Dragon Ball Dragon Evolution. Ja- I didn't okay. know where you were going yeah. with that, but uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. Absolutely. Dragon. 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 Yeah. And it's it's so so well done. I mean, do you have any directors in mind that you think could do a obviously worse, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, some kind of adaptation of this movie, of this series, I should say. Um, maybe the Russo brothers just have the Avenger boys come on in. Oh yeah, and the have your boys have you know a a competently well done coherent you know, story. Uh, yeah, almost, almost uh, you know the the airport scene and mm-hmm. Avengers style scene yeah. where you know it's it's being character. able to juggle so many characters and still make a coherent story. That's what the Russell brothers. Yeah, would, and Russell covering it, covering it in this bland mm-hmm. kind of uh, kind of grayed out tints. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good with fucking Wong. I'm good with the Wong yeah. choice. Cheapo CGI, saving some money. Whatever. Absolutely. You don't need. You know how much that movie cost? Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Hey, if I went up to you and said, "Hey, can I have two hundred fifty million dollars?" What are you going to say to me? No. See, that's where that's what James Wong. He know he understands that. Absolutely. He said, "Let me have a hundred. They said no. Mm-hmm. He said, let me have 60. They said, mm-hmm. no. This is actually what happened. Then he said, 30, I guess. And they said, yeah. And he said, I'm going to fucking make it work. That's and I'm going to make a good-ass movie. Mm-hmm. And he did. That's the creativity that James Wan exudes. And not Wan. We're not talking Wan here. Wan is a far yeah. less Yeah, the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go with Wong. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, what, so what do you, what do you think? Should we, should we kind of wrap up our thoughts on this one? Sure. Put a, put a nice solid bow on this, mm-hmm. this bonus episode here. Mm-hmm. Want to, want to go first? Yeah. Have at it, Chief. I will. So this film is something to treasure. Something to just... You're just having a, a bad day. Let's say Texas Battle, you know, he just comes up to you again and just starts pushing you around and you don't do anything about it because you're too much of a goddamn pussy to fight back. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll show Texas Battle and you just fucking put the, this movie in yep. and you have yourself a good time. And that's what it's all about. Having a good time. Who cares about wonky film editing choices who cares about you know cutting between two action sequences that don't match up you got piccolo goku fighting and 
Bulma and villainous woman with guns when clearly the two battles are on different magnitudes of of abilities and it's just kind of yeah. boring to see um, the juxtaposition between Balma and Villainess compared to Goku and Piccolo. Who cares about that? Yeah. Whatever, film that's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know? You got other things, you got other things, you got Master Master Yoshi mm-hmm. as the fat man. Yeah. You know? And then you got you got sexy Balma with her blue strand of hair. She could have gone entirely blue. I don't see why she couldn't, but she decided to go with the one blue strand of hair. Yeah. You don't that's need a, it to that's, get it. Exactly. She, she's such a great actress that she can emit the whole blue hair onto her hair by just acting. Absolutely. Yeah. By the end of the movie, you see that she has blue hair, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't. That's, exactly. that's how much she becomes the character. The mm-hmm. character becomes her. And More she so. is the character. Absolutely. And she's not anything else other than Bulma even after this film. You know? Yeah. You think of Daniel Radcliffe. What do you think of? You think of... Loser. Yeah. N- naked with horses. Yeah. Farts. Exactly. The be- demon boy. That's yeah. what you think of. You don't... I mean, that's the only thing you'll ever think of him. You yeah. Know? And that's that's her. She's always Bulma. She's always Daniel always Radcliffe. Yeah. And so I'm just saying, you know, you, you Are you could you say that you're super saying? One might say that. Okay. Even though there wasn't any super sayings in this film. Okay. But you don't need them because this movie's so good yeah. that you can do without the Super Saiyans. The, the, and Super Saiyans are the, you know, it's the, it's the one thing everybody knows about Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But this movie survives without that key component. Yeah. That's how good this movie is. You don't, yeah. need, you don't need a crutch like Super Saiyans, you know? Who cares? Yeah. Why? Who cares? No one cares. <laughs> But all, all I want to say is that Chi Chi is really hot. And on that note, there are over 9,000 reasons why I love this movie. Let's go through a few yeah. of them. Opening line. First rule, there are no rules. From the get-go, you know, they're throwing it all out. They're saying, you know what? There to aren't heck, any rules. To heck with that. To heck with it. Who cares? To Lucy's land. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. We're doing our own thing. And I love it. Because... You got Justin Chatwin, white man playing a Asian, uh, playing an Asian, you know, Boy. character. Yeah. And what I like about it is you also got Texas Battle. You got a diverse crew here. Mm-hmm. You got so many kids, and it just represents the world. And I think it's great. But you keep the hero at the forefront, white and a man, just because that's how things have always been done. Yeah, why? That's would how you, you got it up. You why? shouldn't why? change it up. Why? It's why? how. It's, and I'll tell you why. It's because mm-hmm. of the reason why I love this movie is because it's comfortable. And you mm-hmm. know every move it's going to make. And mm-hmm. that's not a detriment. Yeah. That's, you're sitting there mm-hmm. and you're eating your popcorn and you're drinking mm-hmm. your Sprite remix. Mm-hmm. And it's all just going down. Mm-hmm. It's, all just, it's, it's all just seeping into your mm-hmm. brain, going down. And mm-hmm. you walk out and you forget it. Mm-hmm. But then years down the road, when you rewatch it in hell, it all comes back. Mm-hmm. And you say... My God, this is a masterwork, mm-hmm. James Wong. 
he's he's created something here that's so special, and I I really do believe. I, I understand, I should say, yeah. why it is the devil's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And... But, oh. oh, shit. Oh, Holy uh, shit! Um, Fucking Garrett came all through! Right, Fuck yeah, Garrett! Go. Fuck this movie! Yeah, Fuck James Wong! Fuck man. the devil! Holy shit! Yep. We're leaving hell, guys! Oh, all shit! Right. Fuck, it's pulling us to Hold it! On. It's ah. a fucking portal! Holy Whoa. shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, see you next season!